All right. Let, let me know what you think of this dream I've been having recently. All right. I've been having this dream. Okay. And, and what's going on in this dream is like, I keep, I basically keep experiencing like a lack of like energy. It almost feels like a, my life force has been sucked out of me. It, it feels like I'm a video game character running on like empty, the, the meter, you know what I mean? Like a Madden character's run. Basically what this dream is, is me fighting some sort of lack of motor skills to make the slightest bit of movement. What, what, what do you think that's about? That sounds absolutely terrifying. Because yeah. You, like, like to move, like, like almost like sleep paralysis. Sure. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, so I have so many sleeping problems. I like, I wouldn't even know what sleep paralysis is, but it's like, I, it almost, okay. <laughs> this isn't me doing like a gimmick. What would make this very clear? Not a paralyzed person. It almost feels like as if I was paralyzed and trying to move. Like, like basically in my mind, it's like, that, that oh, sounds like sleep get into the next room and my body's just like, and like trying to move and just can't kind of is that what sleep paralysis is i, I mean it's like I when, you, when you sleep but you can't move yeah. i was like the demon involved in sleep paralysis yeah, but that, like see the, that's the thing i hate about memes and shit it's like sleep paralysis no is a real thing mean. yeah it's it's like and then people who've never dealt with that are like oh this is the demon in the corner of your room and it's just like a picture of them where they have like a drink in their hand it was like the Babadook. What, what was the Babadook about? You know what the Babadook is? I actually never saw it. And I'm a pretty big horror movie guy, but I never saw it. Yeah, I don't like horror movies. But yo, 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 people. It's your man LD back at it again, bringing you a packed, a thrilling Sunday episode with, with my man, Nick, producer Nick again. Nick, how are we doing this Sunday? How, how was your day of rest? It was good, man. I uh, hung out, biked a lot. Um, just been hanging out this whole weekend. Just, just taking it easy. I can't complain. All right, well, to kick off the show today, Afghanistan. We're pulling out the troops, the Taliban <laughs> taking over. What what would you do? How would you handle it? I, I actually haven't read up about it yet. I'm gonna do all of that. Well, I'm sure I'm sure if you read up about it, you'd have a solution for us. Right? Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna read up about that tomorrow because you do as you know, I do love politics. And I do love I don't know why. I, I don't even care. I just like to know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really care because at the end of the day I can't do anything about it. Yeah, I, so, so this is unrelated. I want to make this very clear. It's nothing to do with the with the Afghani people. You know what's a very cool title and like word? What? Warlord. Yeah, that's, that's a, a cool. You know, it makes me feel like you're like a pro wrestler or like a, a video game. Character. Well, there was a pro wrestler named the Warlord. Um, he was one of those guys in the '80s in the WWE, very clearly on steroids, who like. It was he was just like one of the big beefcakes, and like he like he would beat jobbers, but he always lost when it was against a named guy. Yeah, but like because he was so big, it'd still be like, oh my, the warlord! Like, oh, what's Hulk Hogan gonna do now? Like, he's fighting the warlord. The warlord also had the scepter that had like a trident type pitchfork on the end of it. It was always like, what's he gonna do? Stab the other guy? With like yeah, that would clear the ref. And well, I mean, if the ref turns around, well, yeah, but that that's ref gets knocked out. Like, he has Trident thing in the, Disney, in the Disney movie Mulan. Towards the end of the animated movie, there's all this sword fighting going on. But like, you can't have somebody get stabbed with a sword in a Disney movie. You know what I mean? No, you certainly can't. It's a Disney movie. That's why. I that's why they like use the sword to set off fireworks and like you can yeah. die by getting shot with fireworks because that's like cartoonish enough sword that's over the line, you know? I agree. Now, I had a big, big show laid out for us tonight, but but we had some late breaking news uh, that, that strikes right to your heart, Nick. And, and, you know, this is one of my strengths in the world. One of the reasons why I wanted to get into the content game is because I'm a great reactor to things and I'm very good like, like, you know, how like, you know, Oprah, great interview. Everyone loved her with the Meghan Markle interview when she was like, are you silent or were you silenced? You remember that? Everyone's like, that's why they pay Oprah. The big bucks. I, I like Oprah. I, I don't want to get into that. I mean, like, I don't think that's really a big conversation. I, I just, I really like Oprah. Like, I think she's fantastic. Well, right. well, what don't you think is the big conversation? I'm confused. It's just like, I don't know, because I feel like a lot of people don't like Oprah. Oh, you know, I like Oprah. I'm saying I'm not necessarily... They just, give her the big bucks for a reason. Yeah, and Oprah's a great interviewer. I'm not saying I'm an Oprah-level interviewer. What I'm great at is asking somebody about something that I know nothing about 
and getting very involved in it. And today, we are of course talking about the Trisha Petoyas. All right, all right. Let's let's. I know what you're. Ta- I know what you're talking about because that's actually what I was reading about before we got on the Zoom. And, it, and it's Ethan Klein, right? Ethan Klein, yes. H three production. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got one. You, you know, I I was expecting you to just go in blind. I was expecting you to just go. No, in I, I I am blind. I don't know anything. No, 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 no. I, but you knew Ethan. You knew Ethan Klein. Like that's you know. Like, that's well, I know Trisha Petoyas as well. Paid us. Um, Wait, what is it? Paytas. 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 Yeah, Trisha Paytas. What? So, so who are these people? Because I always see H three N one. Do you want to do like like who's wait, out of those two? Who's who? Okay, first let's start with that. Who are these two people? Because okay. I've always been hearing the names frenemies H three N one, which sounds like a type of. It's, it's just H three H three is the name of the podcast. It's still, kind of sounds like a, a K pop band or like a, a fan fiction writing club at your local middle school. But anyway, I know that there's those two frenemies, Trisha Peyote and and Ethan Klein. What are who are they? Let's start there. Like who who are they? How did they become? One of them is related to David Dobrik in some fashion, right? Like okay, not yeah, right, we're, we're gonna get we're okay. We'll get that. I mean, this is. I mean, I'm glad <laughs> people. The people are gonna learn today. I'm 26 years old. I love YouTube drama. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why I care. This, when I say politics, like, people are like, why do you care so much about politics? I just, sometimes I just need filler during the day. I, I, I'm, for the people listening, I do, like, graphic design and stuff. So, like, a lot of times I'm just li- I'm listening to something a lot. So, like, I just kind of like to know about stuff. But I've got, Every, everyone's got some guilty pleasures. Yours yeah, is just it's like I have a lot of time on my hands. So I know a lot about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, I, LD falls down many a rabbit holes. This yeah, haven't fell down. You don't need to justify. Just give us. Yeah, give no, us I keep. I know. just keep up with the YouTube drama sure. world for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. The big Shane Dawson guy. No, no, not by any means. Um, oh wait, isn't he involved? Shane, in Shane Dawson is involved in it. We're gonna get. We're gonna oh. get. Oh, all right. So I'll just start with who is Ethan. Ethan Klein is Ethan Klein is a YouTuber. He he's funny. He's like more of like a in the. So he used to do like sketches and skits. Okay. And then he started being in a bit of an interviewer. And he's a really good interviewer. He's funny. What's like his big break? What's like his biggest piece of content? Huh? He's the Vape Nation video. That's a I mean, Vape Nation? You've never seen that video? Nah. Oh, wait. Does he go to like a vape concert? Where he walks around New York with the vape. That's a a great video. Okay. That's a classic. We've all been there. Who among us? Absolute classic. Our friend Lyle, if he were to take the Pfizer vaccine, we know how he would get it. We know how he would get it. Yeah. Weed card. Anyway, keep going. All right. So he was like a YouTube comedian, sort of like, you know, doing like, you know, funny videos for a while. And then he started a podcast, the H3 podcast. And at first it was kind of like a lot of like, um, oh, I said H3H3. It it goes by, it was H3H3 Productions is the name of the, like, it was the name of the. What does H3 mean? I I actually don't, I actually don't know. Hmm. I actually don't know. Little loosey goosey for yeah. I, that is one thing I don't know. I, I think it's just the name. I doesn't say. I actually just wikied it, and it doesn't say anything. No, well, wiki um, doesn't know who's to know. All right. So then he started a podcast, and in the beginning, it was a bit of like uh, it was just him and his wife, Ela Ela Klein. So Ela is actually going to be a pretty decent part of this story. Okay, Ela. That's Ila. a crazy name. Ila. Yeah. Well, she's Israeli, so she's Israeli. She's Ooh. from Israel. Um, like that now. Where does she stand on Israel-Palestine? Because as far as I understand, the woke side of that fence keeps flip-flopping back. Which, you know. She, I believe, during mm-hmm. the latest, like during the most recent, mm-hmm. she was pro-Palestine. She ah. had she had actually, she had, um, she had done time in the, uh, in the IDF. Like she had, she was an oh, Israeli okay. citizen. Now, let me ask you this. Is, is just playing devil's advocate, doing a little Oprah interview style here. I have no opinion on the Was is that a little like you know a little loose you know a little flip floppy of her to just be you know oh it's not cool to be Israeli anymore she walks out on her people now you know I don't know I I will just go I like like you a lot no no if you comment on that seriously yeah I'm not going to I'm not I didn't plan on it so so Israeli wife Ethan Klein Ethan Klein yeah he met her when he went on I believe he met her when he went on birthright but isn't Trisha Paddy more famous than him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, it depends on who you are. I mean, it really depends on who. You, I mean, 
I think that they had a very mutually beneficial relationship. All right. So Ethan, he started a podcast. In the beginning, it was kind of like a lot of like uh, a lot of Joe Rogan style guests, actually. Okay. Like where it was like a lot of people from both sides politically. Okay. Pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I Ethan is very left. Like I, I'm not like, you know, like in general, he's very left. He, the people he has on now are, are very left, especially. Um, but he started the podcast and then it was originally just him and Ela, And then it started being more of like, there's like, there's like a team of people in the podcast that are like, sort of like, it's so at first this podcast was just you. And then you started incorporating me. And then it's like, if we got, it's like, if we got popular and then we started having like another producer or like someone to do sound drops and then we like, you know, and then we became friends with them. And then it's right, right now, if we could add a third between Nick KB, Jeff D Lowe, who are you drafting? Good question. I think you and Jeff D. Lowe would have very fascinating conversation. We would, but I, I personally have got to to stay loyal to KB. But good for you for picking. Understandable, but right, I, I'm a huge Jeff D. Lowe fan. No, keep uh, going, keep going. So they have podcasts now, and they incorporate they incorporate a lot of like the different guys in there. They're all fantastic. It's a mm-hmm. it's a great podcast. I listen to it. They're sharing the rocks, they're passing the ball. Away. It re- it really is it's, around the world. You so know? I have a, I have a, for the listeners. I have a sister who's 19, and mm-hmm. we both absolutely love the podcast. Like it, it's That's it's cool. it's meant it's it's a bit it's a bit younger of a podcast. They essentially talk about they talk about what's going on now for the most part. A lot of YouTube drama stuff. A lot of a lot of just drama stuff that they just sort of comment on. Um, occasionally, what's happening in the world, but not that often. There's a lot of inside jokes, and people who like the podcast are very, very loyal to Ethan. Like, very loyal. Like, I like I would consider myself to be, Luke, an Ethan stan. Okay, that's a little... I love Ethan. I, mean, I think I, he's hilarious. I have some stans. There are some LBs. Yeah, I know you do have some stans. It does kind of weird me out a little bit, but I, I like shouldn't have said that because I feel like they're going to hear me say that. I like it, but anyway, I do um, too. I think it's funny for you. I think it's funny for you, but now, okay. So where, where does Trisha get involved? All right, so you Trisha is like a YouTube OG. She's been she's been on YouTube oh, since two thousand seven. Like guy, what? Like the chocolate rain guy? Like the chocolate rain guy. Uh, right. Zay Tunde is that guy's name. I did not Google that. I, I actually remembered it. Okay. Um, sort of. She's been on YouTube since two thousand seven. So I pulled up her I pulled up her wiki just so I don't bot I'm sorry, I pulled up their wiki just so I don't botch anything. They go by they them pronouns. I apologize for mis for misusing pronouns before. I know that's a slippery slope and I don't like to mess it up because I think it's respectful. So um they um so they do a bunch of different things. Um they're one of the biggest models on OnlyFans. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? She's they're an OnlyFans model? Yeah, they're one of the biggest fan, OnlyFans models in the world. Since when? Uh, I'm not really sure. Wait, okay, two questions. Did the OnlyFans predate, like, like, where did the OnlyFans come into play in Trisha's rise to fame, A, and B? I, I want to make this clear. I, I don't have an OnlyFans. Last thing I want to do is see her OnlyFans. But, but regardless, <laughs> like... Like, is she one of these, like, celebrity, like, look at me in my bathing suit sitting in the hot tub talking OnlyFans? Or is she, like, you know, raw dogging herself on OnlyFans? I think you can get both. But it says, I'm looking at her wiki. It says, Paytas's other endeavors include self-published books, modeling, lingerie, and fetish photo shoots, guest appearances in various films and TV shows, and their own perfume. Uh, they were in, um, They were in music videos. They... Like, I don't know, man. Like they've done so many different things, and they've and, and it all. And Trisha's whole thing started with just making, you know, hey YouTube, what's up? It's Trisha Payota. Yeah, blind here. blind sundoll for from MJ, right? I was about to say that was her original blind sundoll or there. And then like, what was her big break? Didn't she get like so involved in the vloggers before the but before that she they were a stripper and a laundry model. And okay, okay, and that that always you know gets you gets you. Little, little couple eyeballs on you, you know, that, that's certainly a, a, a jumping off point, if you will. Yes. Um, so they also posted a bunch of vlogs, like of just themselves, like where they would just be like, you know, like sort of just like talking about the day, you know, sort of like just talking about what happened. Like people found her life, their life to be very fascinating. 
you know? Oh, so they were one of the first, you know, talking about, like, female sex stuff for the... Yes! For the- okay. Okay. Predates, okay. Predates, like, Caller Daddies type stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Mia, um, what's her name? Mia Khalifa. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. So, they had always been pretty big on YouTube. Um, so, you're thinking of... You were thinking of, what does she have to do with... You said, who is it? Oh, you said, how does David Dobrik get involved? Yeah, he's so, one of those guys I, like, never, like, like I just started seeing his name all the time. So I, I am actually the exact same way as you, and now I know everything about the fucking guy. Like, he's one, I, I know some of, like, the fucked up stuff he's done in terms of, like, putting his buddies at risk and kind of being a jackass. But, yeah. like, he's he really killed one of those friends. He, David Dobrik and the word that were two of the first things that ever made me feel, like, old. Where I was just like, hey, who, who is this here, David Dobrik? I ain't never heard. Like, that man built up the biggest career in the world and got canceled all before I could figure out, like, what he was about, really. But anyway, so all right. So they dated Jason Nash, who was a part of the vlog squad. Boy, what, what about Jason Nash? How's he involved in this? So they, um, Trisha and Jason were like, I believe they were supposed, were they engaged? I'm not sure. No, but right. they were Trisha, and Trisha at this point, just because with all these people involved, if we keep using they, I feel like it's gonna. All right, I'll, I'm gonna try and switch it. I'm sorry. I just, I, I. No, 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 no. Of course, I'm just saying. Now that I'm thinking, like, because if you're talking about Trisha and Trisha Jason. started dating Jason Nash from yeah, 27, yeah. about 2017, 2019, mm-hmm. and then had a bunch of crazy public stuff happen. She, mm-hmm. they constantly yeah, like, are in. Couple. Trisha is constantly in YouTube drama with random YouTubers and just. You know, some people think she's a clout chaser. Who am I to say? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that she uh, that Trisha is very successful, and that they genuinely suffer from very serious mental illness. And I personally, when Trisha was on the Frenemies podcast with Ethan. with Ethan, I liked. Trisha a lot because I have a lot of mental illness problems and it was very nice to see someone be very outward and open and, you know, and sort of be themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. I was always a big fan. Mm -hmm. Um, So how does she get involved with H3? I'm sure you're wondering. I'm sure that the audience is fucking captivated right now. They, They didn't think they wanted to know about this, but they've seen it and now they're excited to know. Well, tell, well, also, didn't she She turned her back on, on Dobrik at one point? Didn't she kind of get him big? So, yeah, him? so her and Jason Nash broke up, and then the Vlog Squad sort of disintegrated. So Jason Nash is part of the Vlog Squad. He has a podcast with David Dobrik. Um, he's also, yeah, just Vlog Squad is like, you know, the, the people that, that David Dobrik harasses and watches them have sex and stuff. Um, and uh, Oh, yeah, didn't he do some weird stuff like that? Didn't he, yeah, like- he's, a ba- he's, a, he's a pretty bad guy, honestly. Yeah, but like, I did, he did like some of that to, to Trisha Peotis, didn't he? Where he like looked at, like, he like faked, uh, he did some weird stuff to her, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also did a little, some weird stuff back, too. Like, there's oh. a lot of, there's a lot of weird okay. stuff. There's a lot of weird stuff. So, so this is, all right, so this is how we get the H3 involvement, all right? So this is where we get the H3 involvement. So, Ela's name is Ela Hackman, okay? Ela mm-hmm. has a brother, Moses Hackman. That's a, that's an Israeli name, Moses. Moses. I was like, doesn't get more Israeli than being Moses. Moses. It's pretty sweet. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Moses, that. when in in limited, I, in a limited snap count for Moses, he's very wholesome. He's okay. very wholesome, and more wholesome than Jeff D. Lowe? I don't know about that, but he's very wholesome. Right. So they are. He is now. He was dating Trisha, and now they're engaged. All right. Okay. So Wait, Moses and Trisha are engaged. Moses and Trisha are engaged. So oh, wow. Moses, as I said, that. Moses is Ela's brother. Yeah. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, before Frenemies, I wasn't that that into H3 before the Frenemies era. I got really, really into it then. Mm-hmm. Like I got really into it. I did a deep dive. My me and my me and my sister, like she taught me a lot of the, you know. Like the the classic episodes, you know, things like that. A lot of inside jokes, downboard. What? Are Moses and Trissa still engaged? They are still engaged. Oh my god! Wow. So, so I know this is. I mean, this is enthralling stuff. 
So they had a, I believe, before Frenemies, they had beef, and they had her on the podcast. Who had beef? Uh, she didn't like Ethan because Ethan does does Ethan is kind of a drama channel. Ethan like Ace Three is kind of a drama channel, like it is. Trisha but, didn't like Ethan. What? Trisha didn't like Ethan. No, they didn't like each okay. other. And then they legitimately, they started that podcast and it fucking went to the moon, dude. That podcast was huge. Everybody loved that podcast. It was funny because it was like a YouTube OG Mm -hmm. in Trisha with so many stories explaining it to Ethan, who is sort of just an everyman, Mm -hmm. you know? And it like, like they're like, like Trisha's life stories are insane, insane, especially like before YouTube, like when Trisha was an escort and stuff, crazy story. There's always crazy stories. And then Trisha would come out and say things about, you know, like she went public with a lot of stuff that wasn't known. Like if it wasn't for that, I think that, you know, David Dobrik is still walking around like nothing's going on. He's still, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like so he took down the dope man on this frenemies podcast. Yeah, no, a lot of, a, like they did a lot on that podcast. So they did a lot of, they, they, they took down James Charles. They took down, um, they took oh, down. They were involved the, in the Charles takedown. They're always they're in, they were involved in a lot. They would always get involved. Right. And Trisha is a bit messy with that. So like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's said that you know you can't put the put the, the uh, toothpaste back in the tooth in the in the tooth in the toothpaste container or whatever the whatever the saying is. I kind of said it. Toothpaste back in the bottle. Bottle. Yeah, sure. So the podcast went to the moon, and they. Ethan is a bit of a button pusher. I will. I here's where I will give Ethan some blame because I don't want to be an Ethan stand this whole time. Ethan is a bit of a button pusher, right? Mm-hmm. Where he kind of sees, you know, actually reminds me of somebody else I know where they push the button, and try and get a reaction out of somebody, you know, and he does. He does do that, and he would do that to her sometimes. And she, it had happened in the early in the, like the early episodes, and she had stormed out, and. And they had, you know, because it was the podcast. So he would do two episodes of the H3 podcast during the week. One, mm-hmm. and then he would do one with Trisha, mm-hmm. which was called Frenemies. So he is a bit of, Ethan is a bit of a button pusher. It's the only bad thing I'm going to say about Ethan. Mm-hmm. And like they had gotten in some spats a couple times over some stupid stuff, like stupid stuff. And she, I'm sorry, Trisha had taken... There's a lot of fights that you can you can Google like their fights on the show like you can just like or you can YouTube it and you can just watch all of their fights. Trisha takes it very far, like very far. Especially there's one fight where, where, where Trisha is mocking Ethan for only having like one, one like for being married and that he's not desirable and all this is mean stuff like mean stuff that cuts and you're just like you listen to it and you're like ooh, like, like Trisha's really attacking Ethan like you know. But you you realize as you realize, all right, well, she Trisha does have mental mental problems and, you know, especially borderline personality disorder, you know, where where you're really mean and you don't really mean to be really mean. Um, So the podcast went to the moon. She ended up Trisha ended up. Trisha ended up. Storming out of the podcast one day Mm -hmm. and they had thought it was just like the last time and then, okay, well, this and that. But remember, I said, Luke. That the uh, integral part of this podcast. I'm trying to reel everybody back in because I might have lost. No, Moses has nothing to do with the podcast. Is that the 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 team? Like they're all like they're all part of the they're all part of the equation, right? Mm -hmm. So like the producers and all those guys, all those guys. So it had come out that Trisha did not like the team. That Trisha wanted to hire her own people and all this other stuff, and the team felt very disrespected. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then they were like, okay, well, we don't want to work with Trisha for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to take the week off. They were supposed to do, they were doing vlogs for a while where they like went to Disney World and all this like other like stuff. And then Trisha? Yeah. And it was really, they were really funny videos. But the team. How how long did Frenemies even last? I'll look that up right now. Let me just take a quick look at that. Uh, was it even a year? Frenemies. Uh, let me see. I, I'm just trying to see how many episodes they were together for. Was it its own podcast feed? 
It was not, I don't believe, but it, I'm not sure I watched it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, 39 episodes. Okay, yeah, so then it couldn't have been a year, even if it was once a week. 40 episodes if you count Ethan's ending episode, where he kind of clears everything up. All right, well, keep going. So, so she wants her own team. The team takes off for a week. Then what happens? Yeah, and then randomly, like in the morning, Trisha is just just is like, I don't want to do this anymore. I quit. I don't. I'm sorry that I've hurt the team and all this other stuff. Like, I I just don't feel comfortable doing this. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and like all like this other stuff, which is like you're just like walking on eggshells. If anything, I feel like Ethan is the one that has to walk on eggshells. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh. I mean, there's a great episode uh, at the very end, episode episode 40, where Ethan just kind of talks about everything. And I, I, obviously, you get two sides of the story, and it always lies somewhere in the middle. I just don't think that Ethan is really that big of a liar. I don't think he's really been very, uh, I think he's always been very transparent with the viewers. Was it pressure dropped the big her side of the story? Also, there's like 50 videos, and they're like 40 minutes long. I Like, there are videos that I've watched that's like, I watched all 40 of these Trisha Paytas videos so that you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, just where they just sort of do it uh, too long, didn't read. Yeah. You know? And they have a falling out, but again, they're supposed to be family. Like, they're going to be family at some point because she's marrying mm-hmm. Ela's brother. Yeah. So... We're going to get back to today. Mm-hmm. We're going to explain who Keemstar is. You know who Keemstar is? I'm sure you no, don't. No. I know. No one no does. Um, you shouldn't. You're 27 years old. You shouldn't know who Keemstar is. No, but I, for some you. godforsaken reason, I know all about this stuff. Matt, so who's Keemstar is, he runs a website where it's just like clickbait and drama. Mm-hmm. Keemstar is 39 years old. He hangs out with like the phase guys, like the guys who play video games for a living. Well, are they bad? Yeah, they fucking suck. You know what? I'm gonna take a hard stance and I'm gonna say fuck phase. Because they, they're in crypto schemes, they're doing cri- they're doing crypto they? rug pulls, fucking phase banks is fucking disgusting. You know, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna say I am is, Nick, producer Nick, anti phase. I'm nah, gonna nah, nah, pick a different gaming team. Optic or whatever. I don't know another game. I do game. like Optic because they're like the OGs. They yeah, yeah. That's the only other one I know. Mm-hmm. Phase. They're fucking. They're fucking losers, and they're cloud chasers, and they're cloud goblins in general. And I don't know why I'm talking like this, but so Keemstar is a 39 year old man, right? But he reports on like TikTok drama. Like you'll like go to his page and be like, Bryce Hall did this, and you're like, Aren't you too old to be talking about this? You know what I'm saying? Like. That's what his page is, okay? Him and Ethan fucking hate each other. They've hated each other forever because mm-hmm. Ethan always Ethan makes Ethan has no problem making fun of him and like mm-hmm. mocking him and shit. It's hilarious. Like Ethan mm-hmm. talking about Keemstar is truly hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week on the H three podcast, it, it obviously I, I, it's pretty pop in popular in internet circles. Keemstar, as I said, is thirty nine years old. He has a girlfriend that's twenty. Mm-hmm. which is absolute madness yeah, it's like i in you know i recently you know in uh, in my personal life i had called you yesterday and was like hey i'm going out with this girl that's 21 like we're just going out like just this like a friendly date is that too young and i think that might be a little too young and ld you know ld said you know it's normal it's fine but you know I am that like I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of weirdness in age gaps. Even as 26, I think those middle 20 years, you learn a lot when you graduate college and then you can't get a fucking job and you don't have any money and you don't and you have to move back home and all that shit. Those are some hard years that they that put on your that put on a person's brain. You know? So his girlfriend is 20 years old. Ethan had a fucking field day with it. It was so much fun. They listened to it and then because as I said, he's a clickbait guy. Mm-hmm. So, if it had been Ethan that was dating a twenty-year-old, because I think Ethan is probably Ethan is older. Ethan is is probably forty something, late thirties. He's probably late thirties, early forties. Like if he had been dating a twenty-year-old, Keemstar would talk about how he's a pedo and all this other. You know what I'm saying? Like all that type of stuff. You know, like it would be a it would be top page on fucking Keemstar's stupid website. It would be like that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. So they they have historically had beef. He has had some anti-Semitic comments in the past. 
he mm. uh like Keemstar obviously and uh Ethan is Ethan is Jewish as is his wife as are uh many of the people who work on the podcast mm-hmm. um so they had all taken you know a lot of he had had anti-semitic remarks in the past and he had uh made fun of Ethan's wife a lot saying that she looks like a horse and mm-hmm. he had made fun of even the guys who just work on the podcast like he, they would catch strays and uh one of the producers for the H3 podcast AB um he had attacked his wife and like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like the, the guys like Keemstar right they have a bunch of fans that are like 15 16 years old right yeah and but they they fucking wep they weaponize them yeah they're no, very I, loyal I know you know what i'm saying like what, yeah yeah what is they had, how, they had swatted ethan's house which is mm-hmm. honestly like the most evil thing you could do to a person and swatting for people that don't know what that is swatting is when you like you call you call nine one one to yeah, call the SWAT team to go to someone's house like you you act like there's like a an active shooter happening at someone's house like the fucking helicopters come to people's house is a huge crime yeah i'm saying like but they have been swatted and like a bunch of other star get ethan banned for bullying or something how 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 did that happen right now baby so ethan as i said was having a fucking field day with this podcast it was one of the funny it was one of the funniest episodes him watching the videos of keemstar um talking about trisha was hilarious um so trisha actually on their own Mm-hmm. was out as i said trisha is a sex worker was a sex worker has obviously been in relationships like that 20 and 39 you know what i'm saying like and trisha is out there saying this is bad team star is bad what you're doing is wrong even if she doesn't think it's wrong it's wrong there's mm-hmm. too much power dynamic so you are a famous person you know what i'm saying like you are a you know you are famous this person you met her at a fan meetup like this is not like this yeah. is not okay. Like it's, it's just yeah. in all. So as I said, Ethan does commentary on stuff, and you know, even though him and Trisha, you know, like they don't have like particular like the best relationship, but they were, you know, they were like best friends for a while, but they don't have the best relationship. And but um, nevertheless, um, they still united together to shit on Keemstar. Mm-hmm. So. They had put out that podcast and Keemstar, I mean, Keemstar ratted to YouTube pretty much. This was like, a week ago that him and him and Trisha came after Keemstar? About a week ago, yeah. About mm-hmm. a week or a week, a week. I think I was looking up the tweets today about six to eight days ago. I think that they, they went on the span of six to eight days apart from yeah. each other. So, um, they were making fun. They're just, you know, laughing at Keemstar, which you should be able to do. It's free freedom of speech, but I guess because of YouTube has anti-bullying laws or anti-bullying measures and shit or whatever, um, that you can't do it. So Keemstar essentially had ra- he says he didn't, but everyone knows that he did mm-hmm. because he had put out this statement. It was like Ethan Klein banned from YouTube for like an undisclosed amount of time. We had now found out that it was a it's a week. So h3 should be back next week um i want to let me remind me to go back to that remind me to go back to what i think is going to happen but um keemstar was celebrating like he was like oh i want to celebrate but um like there are other creators that got banned um for way less than what ethan does every week all he does is bully other creators but i think that what ethan does is he points out like that these are not good people you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's bullying anybody. Of course, but then how did how did Keem, how did Trisha join Keemstar's team? That that's what we're getting there today. So Keemstar is a podcast with Faze Banks called like My Mom's Basement, which is ironic. I am recording this from my mom's basement, but mm-hmm. um, he has this podcast called My Mom's Basement. It's him and Keemstar, and they talk about the most like, dude, it's. It's like listen. It's like if you eavesdropped on a frat for uh, on two frat bros talking. Mm-hmm. It's the absolute worst. It's dis- it's it's the worst. It's genuinely like I don't know who enjoys this. I guess like young kids, like fifteen to maybe like fourteen to seventeen. They probably rip that demographic. Well, our 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 demographic might skew in these similar directions. No so, way. So. No way. We're getting well, all are welcome here. But anyway, so so how did how did they get Trisha? How how did this Benedict Arnold happen? So Trisha, after all of this beef and shit, Trisha 
said Trisha is going on the pod like Trisha is going on the podcast with Keemstar and and Faze Banks after all of this shit has been said where Keemstar had went out and talked about how awful Trisha is and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And you know and then they took a picture today and they're all like giving the finger. She's wearing a frenemies hoodie. Mm-hmm. And and Ethan tweeted like Ethan tweeted something along along the lines of like you know this I'm, I don't even have I don't even have a comment on this this honestly just makes me really sad mm-hmm. and like you could see at the end of Frenemies how much it really made Ethan very sad like he he did really like Trisha he, but he's a button pusher you know what I'm saying like he didn't mean to push her buttons that much. Something he just eventually pushed her buttons too far, and she and, went home. and Trisha again suffers from BPD, and it just a lot of things were said, and they had already quit, and they had Ethan realized it's the best thing for us moving forward to just not do it. You know, it was sort of a mutual agreement to not do this anymore. I remember Trisha tried to start doing it again, and Ethan said no. What do you mean she hit him back up and was like, "Let's do it again." Sort of. There's been a lot of rumblings that Trisha wanted to start the podcast again, and Ethan said no. Ethan was very clear that he did not want to do the podcast again. He had reached out. They had a very fair agreement. There's a lot of drama with that too, where they split the they split the podcast 55-45 revenue, which mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Which is fucking unbelievable. Like that's an unbelievable deal because it was on his network and all this other stuff. Like I, mm-hmm. I, we don't need to get into the semantics of 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 paying and stuff. So it. The picture from a distance really seems like a slight at Ethan. And it's just, honestly, it's really fucked up. Like, it's just really fucked up. Like, you guys had a podcast going. You're marrying into this guy's family. And, like, like. Yeah, what, how, how's Moses handling all of this? Moses. Moses is kind of a fucking pussy. Like, Moses is kind of just does whatever Trisha says. And, like, I'm not one of those guys where it's like, yo, bro, you're fucking. You whipped, bro. No, yeah, I'm just that's, like that's, that's life, my brother, man. You, you. Get yeah, no, and I'm not like that. I just, I, I you know, like, happy wife, happy life. You know, like I'm not like that. Like that's not how I am. That's life, my brother, man. But you can't, like, you can't just constantly be walked on and stepped on in your life. You gotta stick up for yourself a little bit. Mm. And Moses just doesn't. Moses just doesn't. He's just a. He's a. You know, and it's, it, you know, it, you should really put your family out there. You know, like you should really care about your family and i'm not like this big family guy you know like i'm not like this yeah, family. I, I, no i i like my my like i love i love my little sister i love my mom my dad's cool like i love my dad too like you know what i'm saying like yeah, i just like i don't i don't have that close like i don't like you know like i i don't have that like weird super close family like i don't really talk to my cousins all that much i don't really talk like you know like that's just not that's not me that's fine i have a lot of really close friends and some people some people just value their family more and that's totally fine like I, I treat my friends like family for the most part like me and you we're essentially brothers like it doesn't really matter to me we fight all the time it doesn't matter we're, we're essentially brothers and we argue you push my buttons you're a button pusher i still love you like it doesn't mean that three times i've pushed your See exactly right here the fucking examples thing that's not me asking for evidence levied at an accusation that's, is right. not pushing someone's buttons. That's, that's, well, I'm going to finish the story because I, I've, I I've got I think we've got the, the the gist of the YouTube drama. And I think we've we've handled. All right. The- so, yeah. So Trisha essentially went out and sort of attacked Ethan. And <laughs> recently I had I had taken a nap. I don't know why. I know it's 11 o'clock. I biked 14 miles today. OK, I was tired. Um, constantly nap. What? You're always napping. I don't know why you're. I, I know. I, 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 my sleep schedule's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan. So the new ho host, co, the new oh, oh ho host, or whatever. The new co-host for Frenemies. It's not Frenemies anymore. It's called Families, and it's Ethan and his mom. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Ethan and his parents, you know that like when he was little, they didn't really understand him, and that they didn't really have the best relationship. And now it's 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 a great it's a great podcast. It is really it is really funny. Um. His mom is very wholesome and very adorable. Very like old, like older LA lady. It sounds like a lot of wholesome content. I kind of like, you know, some cuss words here and there, a little bit of edge to my show. It is. I mean, yeah, it is, but like they, they curse and stuff, but it's not like, you know, it's, it's got like, it sounds like a lot of people drinking milk and talking about, you know, holy cow pie, this and darn shit. No, a lot of, a lot of holding creators accountable for leveraging their power and a lot of, a lot of very good stuff. And All right. Well, so 
Ethan had tweeted the picture of them, and it's just, I'm not even going to try to be funny. It, this just makes me really sad. Which, if you know Ethan, it, it strikes a nerve in your heart, and you're like, oh, this is so sad. You know, because Ethan really did love Trisha as a friend and really valued, valued Trisha a lot. And his mom, <laughs> Ethan's mother, Donna, Donna Klein, comments on the picture and says, what I'm feeling doesn't fit the words. She is such a weasel. <laughs> Jeez. And then Trisha mm-hmm. quote tweets Donna Klein, mm-hmm. what you texted Moses is the most evil thing to ever put out into the universe. If I'm a weasel, you are Satan for even putting that energy out there. You are an evil woman for to write what you wrote. It is unspeakable. Do not put that burden on the may you, do not put that burden on me the way you did. It is the is the worst karma. I have no idea what that means. But that's that's a whole bunch of words. Wait. But Donna Klein hit with uploads the uploads the text. No, Donna Klein the receipts. Donna Klein's first comment said, "Can't wait to go to her wedding." Obviously, because like the Klein family and the Hackman family are very close. Like, like I'm about to say, like Ethan and Ella have a second kid on the way. Like they're a mm-hmm. very great. They're an adorable couple. Mm-hmm. She said, "Can't wait to go to her wedding." Not, which is a fucking classic move. Mm-hmm. The knot at the end, love that. Especially that older ladies are picking it up now. Love it. What do you mean picking it up, brother? I think that, that's been around since like the 80s. No, I like that they're bringing it back. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like they're bringing, cool. I meant to cool. say bringing it back. All right. So that's where it started. I, I just said, you know, class, some classic comedy right there. Mm-hmm. Classic mom comedy. And yeah, so now she's beefing. Trisha is now beefing with Donna Klein online. Think, what was Donna Klein's second message? The, um, the other one that I just said. Oh, okay. The um, the thing where reminds me of Donna Chang from Seinfeld, the Chinese woman who's just a white woman. Who's just a white woman? Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of really bad people and con- bad content creators, especially on YouTube. Um. Just you know, be mindful. Be mindful of it. There's H three podcast is a fantastic podcast. It's probably my favorite podcast. I watch it yeah, religiously. You're on, you're on this podcast, it's funny right? because I'll post about YouTube. Yeah, saying you have some other podcasts, your favorite podcast when you're on a podcast. Well, I mean, not though. I mean, like, I don't listen to myself. My voice is annoying. Well, you got to at least listen to it for a minute so you count. Oh, I do listen to it so I can clip it or so I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do listen to it. And I, I, I always say, wow, it's amazing that one of us has a microphone and the other doesn't. Sounds pr- I had a microphone my entire time up till now. I can put it on the camera. <laughs> Before we we get to the Facebook uh, post this week to wrap up the show, because we went long on the YouTube drama. Sorry. It's I mean, I, I, I I, I keep going. (laughs) I, I know that it's not cool to talk about fantasy football, but to a degree, it's not, it's even less cool to shit on somebody for talking fantasy football, because we're not talking fantasy football. Like, Oh, these are the quarterbacks. You got to draft all this and that me and Nick, just need to tell you, the Elder Cycles of viewers, about the Fantasy Football League that we will be drafting in on Wednesday because it is the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing in the history of the world. And here's the thing. Like, I just said that, and you're thinking, oh, LD's about to talk about this this fantasy football group with his buddies where the loser has to wear a sign. Uh, a and, 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 no, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. This is a crazed families, family football, fantasy football uh, uh, league that has been around since the newspaper days. This league dates back to 2001, right? 2001. And this family, it's called the Hand Family. It's the Hand Family League. And the Hand Family... Shout out to the Hand Family. Yeah, shout out to the Hand Family. Shout out to the Hand Family. Brothers, a dad, a big guy. The big Big guy is going to be... Very... The big guy is one of my all-time foils. Nick, you have to back me up a lot to this, that like... I talk a lot about being a genuine character and not yeah. putting on no, the big guy is, is your, I think that's why I enjoy this league so much is because the big guy is your, I've wanted in on this league forever. And then you finally allowed me to be the co-manager of this team. So, so, so this I just want to be in the league. I don't even care about the money or anything. The money doesn't matter to me. I don't but the, the, the money doesn't matter to anyone. Cause it's a $20 league. It's 10 people, $20 anytime that, that, a raising of the stakes is involved. I am the youngest person. Me and Nick are the youngest people. Yeah, in we're the youngest people in the league. 27. 27 right? Yeah. All these other people in their 30s. 40s, oh, yeah, yeah. They're they're all raised, yeah. They, they want to raise the stakes. The big guy, the patriarch of this league. Commissioner. The, Mr. Hand, the big guy, 
will threaten to, to immediately abdicate his throne upon the, the league because it's just not about the money to him. No, it's, it's not about the, it's about bragging rights. This guy has a trophy that he pays for out of his own pocket that gets updated every year with the winner that he himself had converted to a championship belt like in pro wrestling. So, so this league has been around since 2001. Some tidbits. This league used to feature punters, coaches, and offensive lines. Offensive line. I, I'm a, I might vote it back in. So that's another thing. There's a voting procedure to this league that is pure anarchy. The Politburo makes less sense than, than this thing. The, the Politburo in Soviet, Soviet Russia. Every year before the draft, you know, let's vote on new rules. That sounds normal. But here's what happens. Every year the big guy talks about how he's putting forth a vote for offensive lines. And anyone who's not there to vote, instead of counting them as a maybe, he counts them as a yes. And he's just waiting for the time that he has the right number of maybes mixed with one guy who's had one too many beers and he's going to win this goddamn vote and take offensive lines and put them back in the slate. And he always talks about how the way the offensive line score works is you start with like five points like a defense does. Every time you give up a sack, you lose two points. It just turns into tons and tons of negative points. That's why he wants it's, to it's more of like a point subtract subtract. The other thing about the hand league that just does not make a lick of sense. So the hands are also those people who just take sports more seriously than anything else. Like Sawyer Hand is, is the, the gentleman my age is my friend, how I got introduced to the hands into their bizarro league. His argument with his uncle about Shaq versus Wilt Chamberlain, who's better, matters more to him than anything else on earth. So not only do the hands care way too much about sports. But the hand league is like stuck in 2005. Larry Fitzgerald goes in like the third round in this league to this day, every year. The I think we should look into Larry Fitzgerald. The point of the Philadelphia Eagles last year, Nick, what was the Eagles record last year? It went Bad year. Four and 12. Four and 12. Horrible year, right? Four and 12. Horrible year. There no, no I'm sorry. Four, 11 and one or whatever. Four, 11 and one. Six worst team in football. You are, right? Because you traded back initially, and then you traded back up. No? Am I wrong? Weren't you guys the sixth Yeah, horse? we were the sixth pick, yeah. Last year, the big guy had Carson Wentz, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, Alishon Jeffrey, Travis Fulgham, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, the Eagles defense. That is eight Eagles. He had eight members of a 4-11-1 team. Every year without fail, the big guy will draft the first defense taken off the board in fantasy football. And then two rounds later, when everyone else starts taking defenses, he'll draft the Eagles defense, and then he'll look at the room and go, I, I bet you end up playing the Eagles defense more, more, more than the Steelers. Eagles so defense. You, you shouldn't have taken two defenses, Boza. <laughs> you took two defenses before most teams took one. And Eagles then, and the piece de la resistance is that the minute this – like, hey, every time you walk away from the hands draft, you think you have the team of the year. Oh, my you God. Last year, our draft, I couldn't. I was like, there. I was like, we're essentially playing like it's like JV versus. Varsity. You feel like you're playing in like a against like a second grade special ed team. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, really no, no, straight up. Like we had like Julio Jones, we had Odell Beckham, we had Ezekiel Elliott. Our team was ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. There's like another huge number one receiver you're missing. Too. Yeah, we know we had because Odell was the flex. Yeah, yeah, and we had we had somebody else, and, and like, and then we had Robert Woods as like our number four receiver. Yeah, we had Robert Woods as the fourth receiver. Yeah, like yeah. just walk away thinking that you've won the draft on or the, the legal draft night. It never works out that way. The other thing about the hand league is that the minute the season begins, everyone has a completely you. Most fantasy football leagues do not have as many trades all season as the hand league does in the preseason before the season starts. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. It's, Nick, am, am I lying about any of this? No, it's no, it's a completely different team. Yeah. We we keep our team pretty stat. We keep we stay pretty every year I show up at this draft and I just start yelling at these people. Like like I the, the hand league loves to drive me up a wall, but I, I just break these lunatics every time I show up. 
The big guy will often draft two quarterbacks before the fifth round. <laughs> you never know which one you're going to play. Second quarterback before second wide he'll receiver. Have J- he'll, he'll, he'll draft Jalen Hurts way before Jalen Hurts is supposed to go. And I think Jalen Hurts is serious. I, think I like Jalen Hurts. I, could see do, I think he's going to be great in fantasy. Deeper, yeah. This is the big guy dead ass. I will, I will put it right now being dead honest for the eldest disciple trying to give them an over under realistically. Like, and we'll have it. We'll have an answer later in the week. Yeah. I think that he'll take Jalen Hurts as the fifth quarterback off the board. Fifth quarterback off the board? Yeah. I, I would definitely I, – I, I agree with that. I, I could see that. Like, I can genuinely really see And that. then he's going to pro- – and, guys, he loves Carson Wentz. He's going to take uh, – He's going to lose me if he takes Carson Wentz. So, me and the big guy. What the big guy does is, like I said, he I offers you eight one. trades every offseason. And then when one of them turns out to have benefited you, but you turned it down because you don't want to trade your team before the season starts, he goes like, oh, 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 boy, am I lucky you didn't do that. So last year, to prove a point to him, in the preseason, I offered to trade him Aaron Rodgers for Carson Wentz, and he said no. And then all off all season long, while Carson Wentz was getting kicked out of Philadelphia and getting benched, and Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP, I was doing the high step into the end zone right in his fucking face. Sorry, the guy brings out the worst thing. All right, Nick. What what, what are our Facebook uh, our Facebook posts this week? All right. Well, I can't. I genuinely cannot wait for the draft. All right. So we have so everything this week is from one town. Um, uh, we don't have a, a big variety, but we've had a lot of drama happening in this town. This is not a town that either of us grew up in. This is a town where I am there. I am interested in moving there, and sometimes there are posts about like people do, like subleasing and stuff. So I like to be on there in case anybody's dropping a. An apartment and you know someone's you know getting it in, you know avoiding a leasing agency you know avoiding a, a home ownership agency hold on one second uh hold on it says i cannot minimize this hold on just give me one second i have all the pictures on my laptop here we go all right oh this is a good one. Oh, this is a good one this is a great intro how about this intro i'm sure this will fall on deaf ears but it needs to be said oh my god strong start We've got a martyr here. I have been going to this pool my whole life, and I have never seen it run as poorly as this season. Uh, my feeling is there needs to be a meeting with the lifeguards to teach them how to blow their whistle. I can count on one hand. <laughs> I can count on one hand how many times I've heard it this summer. The kids are allowed to run. No one tells them to stop running, but I do. That's a I like I like sh- sh- vigilante got, justice. I was about to say that we got we got a little vigilante. So this is like this is, just like Batman. They push each other in the water. They splash people, roughhouse, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many out of town this season who don't appreciate being able to use the, the pool. My friends, after leaving the pool tonight, said, after leaving the pool tonight, said she had had it and will not be coming back. Oh, this no. was after a few fake rescues where the fakers come out laughing. All right, that is actually kind of evil. <laughs> like, yeah. I left because it seemed like gangs were forming and using the F bomb. As I felt something was about to happen, it gangs were gangs were forming. Listen, this pool's ch- children at this pool. I, I mean, no one. Let's under- talk about the, so we went from kids are running around splashing and roughhousing to, to gangs are gangs forming. And look, they're using the f bomb. And I I, 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 I don't understand when people get uncomfortable by cursing, but that's a whole other story. In a public space, like, here's the thing. If I'm dropping F-bombs inside of, like, the Walt Disney World toy store. I, I'm not Walt like that. Store, yeah, I'm mine. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's matters. If you're in a public place and you overhear a stranger cursing, you cannot, like, interrupt them and be like, excuse me. You, you're a lunatic in that case. Okay. And I just felt something was about to happen. As if these kids are, are, are going to fucking, they're going to just, they're going to. I love that this woman wanted, I love that this woman wanted the lifeguard to blow the whistle more. Like, like that. Yeah, is- hey, hey, the whistle is bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And I just felt something was about to, I, it's not comfortable anymore to always have to watch your back. I'm not blaming the lifeguards, as most of them are very young. I, she, I, I'm literally, she literally began the post by blaming the lifeguard. This is what this supposed to be I was about to say, like, I, I know I was kind of trying to defend, but then I was like, no, actually, this this started as a defense for the lifeguard. This started as an attack on the lifeguards. She literally said and most of them are very young, but they need to stop the roughhousing in the pool and the running Again? and the shoving. 
Use the whistle that you are twirling. I like that. That's a nice. That's a nice little. So this woman blamed the lifeguard. Said, "I will not be blaming the lifeguards," and then went right back to continuing the blame. Blame the, the lifeguards. lifeguards. Use the whistle that you are twirling, which is a nice jab at the lifeguards. That is a nice jab. That's you know they're doing that thing where they twirl the whistle around. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know kids used to do with their lanyard in high school. Love that this because you know that this old hag is sitting on a beach chair like twirling the whistle. Like like you know that that's eating her up that they're twirling the whistle. Also, oh, this is great. Also, the pool floor slash bottom is so dirty and really needs to be swept once in a while. Wait, swept? Doesn't she mean clean? I was say, I want, I want her to go into the pool and sweep with a broom and see what happens. Yeah. You mean vacuumed? You know what I mean? At least like, understand your pool maintenance. Like a custodian. I want her to have a push broom, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. This has been the best post of the whole time the whole yeah. so far. Years ago, we had a few men that were managers that were constantly keeping the kids in line. If they even ran or pushed someone in the pool, they would make them sit out five or ten minutes. Believe me, they didn't do it again. <laughs> the mayor made a walk around about six weeks ago and put security guards on after seeing what was going on, but that didn't last. The security guards abandoned it? Like, it's like some sort of Mad Max? Like, it's like, well, hey man, we mentioned Afghanistan at the beginning of this podcast. Similarly, the the, the, the security guards saw the writing on the wall and knew this was going to be a costly occupation and they head for the hills. Let the kids take back over. It's the end of the season and there is not much more improvement for hope. Or there's not much hope for improvement for this summer. I love that pool. Or should I say, I loved it prior to the season of 2021. Sad. Ooh. Is now is this? Do we know? Like, is this like a, a public like? It's, pool? it's a public pool. It's a it's like um it's a public pool. I believe. Like, you, is it like a pool club or is this like an apartment complex's pool? I think it's a pool club. Okay, I'm yeah. not mistaken. I'm actually not familiar with it because, as I said, we're mm-hmm. not from this town. Are the, com- are the comments backing her up, or are they kind of like? Yeah. I didn't see. There's 96 comments. Oh, all right. We're gonna but, have to look back on this one. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, I think that, all right, so here's my other one, is I think kids are just, this is like a Mad Max style, kids everywhere, destroying everything. December 2021, children. Also, this is about a Wawa. I go to this Wawa all the time. I use this Wawa often. I go to this Wawa all the time. I'm in this town often. Mm-hmm. Especially... Right. Well, I don't do you have like some commentary on the Wawa, or are you just telling us? No, it's a very know? regular Wawa. It's a very okay. normal Wawa. I go there often, so like, and, I, and it's not like I've been to this Wawa. Wawa is just a gas station convenience store local to New Jersey and Philadelphia. Yeah, this one is not a gas station. It's just a convenience store. This one is a. It's it's this one is not like a super Wawa, which is what you call a Wawa with a gas station. I sir, I hate to complain about this. This is Michael. I hate to complain about this, but. Looks like the Wawa is going to need some extra security. Parentheses, at least I guess on Sunday nights. Secure extra security. They don't have normal security. I don't think this Wawa has. I, I've been to this Wawa many a time. I don't think they have security. There are always a lot of cops. There are always so it's off of their main street. So mm-hmm. there are always a lot of cops hanging out in this Wawa. Mm-hmm. Um, I always whenever I go there, I, there's normally a cop there just getting coffee or something, but. I had a good jab in on the cop in person today. Remind me of that after the story. I will, because that'll definitely bring me some joy. Mm-hmm. Just so I, at least on Sunday nights, just went there and watched sodas getting stolen, kids with no shirts and their pants down to their knees to show off their underwear, and then had a rock thrown at my car by the same group of kids as I left and went down the road with the con to the. Con- I think they meant to say to the condos, and no, I didn't say anything slash do anything or even even make a face to deserve a rock thrown at my car um i am just oh my god the comments are so funny my heart aches when i hear of these things happening like, well, why does that guy care if kids are stealing soda from the Wawa? yeah i i what's, what's with this older generation I, yeah petty theft is way too much of a no-no for older people yeah like not even just that like i get it if you like you know I get why if you like work there, you kind of got to do something. Yeah, because loss prevention and stuff. Yeah, 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 that's what they're paying you to do. Whatever. Like, there's this generation that just likes to like comment on like went went to the went to the diner today and they hardly cleaned up the tables well enough before we got there. Only got my water refilled once or twice. Oh, it's like why? That's that's the type of stuff I've been seeing on this page. 
But I'm it's, starting to think that this is becoming some sort of madness compound where these kids are starting to run this town, which I'm starting to like. They're they're destroying the pool. They're robbing the Wawa. That's like, what you think, Bozo. But I gotta say, man, I got uh, recently when I was jogging on the boardwalk. These, like sometimes these kids would think they're funny and like approach me and be like, "Hi, five. and I just jump my head at them and yell shut the fuck up in as angry a voice as possible see but you're giving and, them a reaction that's not what that's that's how you just give them the high five and keep running no no because like, i don't like to be interrupted during my my run and it frightens them and it kind of puts them into their place but but that's the issue is you're a big guy like, so i, I yeah. once you reach a certain age you can't you're in good shape so like, like there's nothing you can do children are invulnerable you know what I mean? A, ch a child could walk up to me on the Ocean City boardwalk and kick me in the balls as hard as he wants, and I can't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I, as I say all the time, I bike a lot, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I wear bike shorts and stuff, and and I wear and I ride like a real road bike. But mm -hmm. these kids come through on the big rippers. Like the big ripper is like the cool bike for kids now. Do they ever like and, laugh at you? No, they don't laugh at me because I'm cool and I'm covered in tattoos and they respect me. Cause they're like one day I'm going to be cool and covered in tattoos, but they don't laugh at me, but I always think that they're going to like today. Some kid rode by me on a big ripper. He was going like just as fast as me. And I'm like putting all my effort into it. He just rode right by me. He was just wearing jeans and a wife beater. I was like, this dude is cool as fuck. Yeah. I don't really think I think of children as cool. I mean, I like kids. I'm a, you know, I'm a youth at heart, all that. Yeah. I mean, and like the comments, did you call the police? Like, Look, I, I think the older generation is far too concerned with petty theft. I think that's really, that's really my, like in general, it's always like they were stealing from the Wawa. They were stealing. They, they, okay. And so, yeah, it's like, what are you, you know, the fucking man like, you the manager, law. you know, either there's like new laws where you're like, you're not supposed to like, you're not supposed to like stop shoplifting because yeah. it's insurance or business. Like, and you'll I see videos where it's like somebody just robbed, like just walking out with a bunch of stuff at a Rite Aid, and you'll see somebody upload that video on a Twitter, and they'll be like, "Isn't this great? Everybody, blah blah blah." And it's like, who are you, Rite Aid? I don't care. Like somebody steals from Rite Aid, it's not not my not problem. my problem. It's not my problem. I don't I care. LD Rite Aid. I'm not from the Rite Aid family. That, that sounds like a Rite Aid issue. Even if I was from the Rite Aid family, I'm sure I would live in a big fucking house. I don't care. Like, I don't fucking care. I'd be like, okay, cool, man. It's all yours. We get you to oh, friend right off stolen merchandise. Do you remember when we were growing up uh, and we would ride our bikes everywhere and we had our one friend who would get very nervous uh, when cops drove by because we were riding our bikes without our helmets on? Which, and he'd always be. I'm tell the other disciples right now, wear your helmet. It's not cool to not wear a helmet. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'm, no, just, I'm, just, I'm just going out there. I got uh, in a bike I, accident. I, agree. Yeah, I was thinking about that recently. Actually. I got in a bike accident like a, a couple weeks ago. And honestly, the helmet saved my fucking ass. Like I would have, yeah. I would have absolutely been cold out on the side of the road. And and we know somebody who fell off the back of an ATV and had like a horribly traumatic brain injury and like had to had to like learn how to like walk and stuff. Like like it, it's tough. You don't want to, yeah. you know. Obviously, wear helmets. But we were young kids. We were fourteen. We were riding our bikes without our helmet. And if cops would come by, our friend would jump off of his bike and start walking his bike. Because he was worried that the cops were going to pull over and approach these these fourteen year olds and just I don't know write us tickets for not. Having I don't know. The cops are good at harassing people that like are very you know kids and shit. Cops are good at that. Sure, but at the same time, I'd always point out like, what are you going to say to the cop? Like, hey man, just take my bike for a walk. Yeah, just take a stroll. Be like, you know, you tell the cop, you're like, hey, I got this bike, but I didn't have my helmet, so like, I, yeah. I didn't want to disrespect the law. Oh man, I like them. But uh, yeah, I, um, I had one other thing that I, I had one other thing I had one other thing I had to say about petty theft. Mm. Oh, yeah, steal, steal. No, I'm general. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. LD might be joking. I'm not. Take a couple things. You know, like well, I'm a big pussy, so I'm not stealing. I'm just take a couple things. Okay, if you see a fucking all right, I, sweet treats, the the vegan candies are three dollars. Put them in your pocket. Okay, no, do not pay three dollars for fucking candy. You're gonna be committing a crime. Do it for something better than a vegan candy called sweet treats. I, you know, they're fucking three dollars. Put them in your pocket, okay? Just Target. Just they're vegan. Okay, or or it's less calories, only hundred calories. What, what do you think of um, vegan lighting, which is gas lighting with vegan goods? Something like Oreos that are always been vegan their whole career. They've been vegan, yet now they'll put on the package like vegan Oreos. You know, be like, oh wait, like. Are there normal Oreos? 
You know what I mean? I don't think that they have that. I don't think the vegan Oreos, like, there's no vegan Oreo. It's just Oreos are vegan. Sometimes that I, I saw an apple at the grocery store recently that had a sticker on it that said gluten free. Oh, those always crack me up when you'll like, when you'll like, uh, when you'll like pick up like a, when you'll pick up like, literally like an apple and it'll say vegan on it. You're like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, no, but then then you're like, shit, was I eating the non-vegan apples this whole time? Yeah, was my apple processed in animal fat before? <laughs> there were also, I know we're wrapping up here. There's some things. I was eating water ice tonight. Give me the most processed from concentrate water ice possible over like pieces of fruit inside of the water ice. Oh, no, you lost me there. Nah, you're a moron. What do you know? Shout out. No. I, I don't I there's no go, go to like a tropical island if you want to eat cold no. fruit. Don't don't be I went for water. I go I I eat water ice four or five times a week. I'm not even joking. What, I my my like some of my best friends, they live around the corner from um an I a, a water ice place. It's in South Philadelphia. It's called Pops Water Ice. If you're ever there, if you're ever in South Philly, please God go to Pops. If you go to Pops and tell me that you you tweeted me and tell me that you went to Pops. I will literally I will Venmo you. What I will Venmo you so it's on me. Pop Italian. It has an Italian flag hanging from the window. I figured that Pops. It's the is best place in the world. They make their own water ice. It's got the fruit in it. No, okay. Well, you lost it. I know oh. I lost you, but I dude, there's listeners. Okay. I know disciples do not do not go to the stand. Pops is is an old Italian water ice place. Real Italians own it too. This is very sad to see you assault the Italian business. Very upsetting water. You know, hey, Mussolini was Italian. I don't care for the guy. There you go. But I'm not going to be unilaterally Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. Prices of the water ice are like it was the 1920s. Two dollars for water ice. Yeah, yeah. Well, two dollars for a bad water ice. There's no concentrate. It is. It, ta- it tastes like ten dollar water ice. It's the no. best water ice in the world. I we I treated my friends for the to it last night because we were at a comedy show, and I was like, I'll I'll tr- I'll treat for water ice because they they had bought my drinks at the comedy show because it's a true drink minimum, which is a strange thing. I don't want to get into that. Nine dollars for everybody. Nine dollars. That's why I say if if you go there, and you know. Tweet it. Nick online with a zero. Nick online, the O is a zero. If you went to Pops, you sent me a picture of you with the cup of Pops. I know, I know, I know the cup. Okay, I know. I go there. They know me. You can't send pictures on Venmo. No, send me a picture on Twitter, and then I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo you for your order. It's on Mm -hmm. me. It's on the house. All right, people. That's water ice in the world. Well, I hope you learned something today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's one of my personal favorites so far. I had a fuck ton of fun. From from LD and producer Nick, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you this Wednesday for our wrestling episode. Yes, sir. Take it easy.